Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I dreamed a dream of days to come where sponsorship is high and money is forthcoming. That's beautiful, Kevin. I really added a voice onto that one, too. <laughs> I really was trying to go for something there. Listeners, we love creating this podcast, but it does cost money. Please don't make me sell my Angel record. Oh, my gosh. The original cast recording of Angel. That, like, nobody has. Nobody has it. If you like what we are doing and want us to keep doing more of it, please Head over to Patreon.com. What? That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Pat-reon. I feel, like <laughs> oh, Pat-reon. Yeah, Pat-reon. 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 Yeah, and once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And of course, we don't expect to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind-the-scenes videos, shout-outs on future episodes, Ooh. or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, because <laughs> I said episodes, and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. <laughs> yeah. So head over, friends, to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. Uh, Kevin, I am so immense. Kevin literally just had a croissant in his mouth. A croissant. And swallowed it so fast before that introduction came on. That's right. I'm so impressed. I gotta be ready, Rob. (laughs) Gotta be ready for you. Well, it is Fleet Week. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Aye, aye, Captain. Aye, aye, Captain. (laughs) Did you ever see the movie The Coneheads? Where the daughter eats the Subway sandwich and just like... Yes. And Chris Farley's face is like... And how in the world did that get in your head? The idea of swallowing really fast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. That's my boy. Oh my god. Hey, uh, we are excited because this is our Tony Awards episode. It we is. do it once a year. We're so excited. Huzzah! And huzzah back with us again is our Tony Award historian <laughs> and good friend of the podcast. Drum roll. Brian Hobgood. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome Brian, back. how have you been? I've been grand. How have you been? Good. How was your year? Because it's literally been a year since the last I time know, we saw you. I know. Crazy. My year, I've had a great year, you guys. Yeah? This year has been, well, well, for my, myself, but personally, it's yes. been great. For everybody else, I don't know. Yeah. You know, for the country. But. You're, oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy. We like less- to hide in a Broadway bubble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what we say on this show. We're in our little Broadway mm-hmm. bubble, and we're going to act like nothing's <laughs> happening. I, I just feel guilty being like, my year was great. Yeah. No, you should. <laughs> no, you had a wonderful. Well, we all have the asterisk next right, to it. Right, right. Yeah. There's our there's our personal accomplishments. That's right. And then there's what's going on in the rest of the world. Yeah, that's right. We're just going to be happy that we still have funding for the arts. Ask us again next year. <laughs> Ask us again next year. <laughs> and you said you you just told me you went on a cruise. I He's did. Fancy. I just got back from a nine-day cruise, and it was the best. Did you do one of those Playbill cruises? Oh, my God. No, I would love to do that. But I just it was a regular Royal Caribbean cruise. Went to the Caribbean, just sat on beaches. Right? Oh, that's lovely. I know. What sounds like that? A vacation? I What's know. that? I had one of those once. <laughs> that's a thing. I didn't like it. It was my honeymoon. <laughs> it was my honeymoon, yeah. It was my, I didn't even go on a honeymoon. You went on a, where'd you go on a honeymoon? It took us a year. Took us a year. Oh, really? Like, yeah, we got married, and then a year later, went on the Where, where'd you, where'd you go? Just to Cancun, like all inclusive. Oh, that's thing. really sweet. Oh yeah, that it was my first great. time ever doing that. No, I've was, never been there. It's amazing. Everyone says that I need to go. It is. It's you. I mean, you're not really experiencing like Mexico culture, but you're really just right. going to a resort, sitting on a beach. But yeah. you find the right place. Oh gosh, it's nice. Hey, you know what else was nice? What was nice, Rob? The 2016-2017 season. Oh, yeah, it was. I love 
love it. Uh, we were talking so much good stuff last year. I think we were saying that it was pretty much dominated by Hamilton. Every sentence we said was, "Well, Hamilton's going to win," but <laughs> right. if it didn't, this is what we should win. Yeah. And this year um, is so unpredictable. Yes. And we're going to start with the plays. This, the, this is our for us today. It's the plays. Okay. Um, an unpredictable season where we don't know who is going to win. And we've not had that in quite a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? I, yes. Even before Hamilton, it's always like, or last year was the humans, right? Humans won best play, right? right? Yeah. Which was We just have amazing. so many strong pieces. So many strong plays, so many strong direction. And who said before we went on the air that all the plays this year sort of, what were you saying about Yeah, that, I was right? just saying that all four nominees for best play really do kind of capture something that's relevant to what we're going through as a country politically right now. Correct. And and but not intentionally. Right. They weren't written. They weren't written for this, year this for time that. period or about that. But they just have messages that are so relevant and important for people to see. I would say to everybody who's listening to the podcast, if you haven't seen all four of these nominated plays, go see all four of them because they are all fantastic. And also if you're if you're living away from New York City, find a copy of the play mm-hmm. on Amazon yeah. and read it because they're wonderful reads as well. I mean, if you can obviously see them. And I'm also very happy that this year it seems that there's a lot of uh, plays and musicals that are being recorded and then broadcast on later dates, which we didn't really have so much last year. So things like Falsettos is coming out. Yeah. And She Loves Me was recorded and stuff like that. So I'm happy to see that hopefully these four will be in that same category. Do you think we're going to see more of that in the future? I think so. Yeah. It seems that with musicals now that all the networks are doing them now, and uh, it it seems that there's sort of a renaissance of of that. And I mean, NT Live, which is the National Theater Live, which films every single one of their productions. And then I think they broadcast it the last week or so of the show actually yeah. running. Mm-hmm. This is m- wonderful. Right? Why wouldn't you do that? Exactly. Yeah. It'll if you get- could even inspire one person to go out and become, you know, involved in the theater in some way or I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, think about all the wonderful performances that uh, that are being recorded and preserved for history. It's so wonderful. So, yeah. I am hoping that all four of these at some point have the same thing happening Agreed. to it. So, on this show what we're going to do is, is we're going to go through our nominees for the best pl- in the best play category. So, this is a non-musical category. Uh, and we're going to talk about them. And if for some reason you haven't seen any of them or you don't know what we're talking about, go online to a quick little Google search. Yeah. See what you got so that way you're you're caught up. We're going to start with Lighting design. Lighting design for a play. We have Jennifer. Light the light. Sorry. <laughs> light the candle. <laughs> Jennifer Tiptoe, A Doll's House Part 2. Donald. I, I, I think that's Jennifer Tiptin. Tiptin. Oh, I, I didn't write an O. I, I didn't write an N in my. He's uh, tiptoeing around her name. Oh my gosh, yeah. but I love that you. D- I love that. <laughs> I just did that. That was so cute, though. <laughs> Jennifer Tiptin, Doll's House Part 2. Donald Holder Oslo. Jane Cox for Jitney. And Christopher Ackerling for Ind- Indecent. I'm sorry, what was who who designed J- Jenny again? Jane Cox. Thank you very much. Yep. <laughs> yes. Anything for you, Rob. Anything for all the gay for you. deaf people I out love, there. <laughs> I love a good eighth grade humor joke. Thanks. I love it. Oh, all right. So lighting design of a play. Gentlemen, what are we thinking? Lighting is such a m- important part of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is. I don't know. I was laughing through that. I don't know why. <laughs> Great. Let's move to costume <laughs> design. Oh. Okay, I'm, I'll throw it out there. Go. Uh, Christopher Ackerlin for Indecent. Yes. Uh, are you really the same way? I am. I really am the same Brian, way. Brian, same yeah. way? That would be my vote. I have a feeling uh, it'll be Donald Holder for Oslo, though. Why? Really? I have a feeling that Oslo is going to 
win some awards this season just based on the magnitude of it. Hmm. I, I, I don't. I wouldn't vote for it personally, but that's my guess. Are projections included in the lighting design? What a great question. Because well, when you, because Oslo had so much projections were part of that lighting design. So I don't, uh, you yeah. know, do you think the voters are like, oh, I'm, con- the projections are part of that, you know? So, so if something had lots of projections that looked beautiful, mm-hmm. even though the lighting design itself per se is just sort of like right. standard. I know that in years past when they've wanted projections included in consideration, it, the producers petition to the Tony nominating committee and typically it goes into the set category. Oh, interesting. But as it did last year with American Psycho. Right. Um, oh yeah. Okay. But I would guess with Oslo, it's going to be more lighting yeah. than, than set. Cause it really isn't a set piece. It's more just. Yeah. Lighting that, the back wall. That's so interesting to me. You see for me indecent was so beautiful and warm and indecent's yeah. a play, a play about a group of, European performers putting on a play in the 1920s and 30s when and just as Nazism is about to come to power and it's gorgeous it's a memory play it's 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 beautiful it's so beautiful so and Oslo is is fine yeah no standard. I agree, it's, I agree it's, with you I Oslo agree. there's a lot of focus mm-hmm. like you have to focus your eye in the right direction right, right. um but I, I'm really hoping for Indecent, but you think it's going to be Oslo? Well, just a hunch. I, I mean, look, it, Indecent would be my second guess. I sort of don't know why Doll's House Part 2 is on here. As much as I love Doll's House Part 2. That, I, I saw that on the, I agree. Lights up. Well, Lights down. Wasn't Jennifer Tipton the same one who did Long Day's Journey last year where everything was like in darkness? No, that was, <laughs> you talked about that that was that Natasha Katz. That was Natasha Katz. Sorry. Yeah. My, my apologies. No, Doll's House Part 2 is like Lights Up. Right. Lights down, and if they walked into certain areas of the stage, they were in mm-hmm. darkness. Which I'm like, maybe that's a choice, but I'm a little, con- I'm a little confused as to why. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know what should have been on here, maybe possibly for lighting design for a play that I thought was really beautiful. I thought the way they lit the front page, agreed. I thought was really nice. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really nice design. I was in the back of the mess for that one, so it was a little dim for me from where I was sitting. Ah, but okay. I, but I understand that. I okay. was actually surprised Sweat wasn't nominated in this category. Oh yeah, the lighting design for Sweat was really fantastic yeah. as well. But we're so I'm I'm hoping it's indecent. You're hoping it's indecent. Yeah. I'm hoping it's indecent. But you think it's going to be? I just Oslo. think it might be Oslo. Okay. Yeah. So congratulations to those folks and beautiful work all around. Costume design. Oh yeah. Oh fancy fancy. Ooh, what of, do we got, Kevin? A uh, lot of old school people in here. I mean, lot Jane of Greenwood has been around for. Ever. And what's she nominated for? Ever. She was nominated for Little Foxes. So it's a period piece. Period piece. Susan Hilferty for Present Laughter. Period piece. Or period piece. Tony Leslie James for Jitney. Another period piece. piece. And then David Zinn for A Doll's House. A period piece. Another. Or a period aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We talked about Indecent with uh, the lighting design. Here... I'm a little mad that Emily Repholtz didn't get nominated for costume design for Indecent. Yep. I think Agreed. The costume design is fantastic, not only period, but also like all the costume changes they do to play different characters. Yes. And I, I, Those I, little I, subtleties to show which character was which yeah. when they're, because different actors played more than one character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved Jitney, but I don't really understand the costume nomination for Jitney. But um, to me, this is all about yeah. uh, present laughter. Yeah. Susan Hilferty. Uh, really, I mean, that green gown she has Colby Smolders in is ah, These, beautiful. <laughs> this this show, have you seen Present Laughter yet? Oh uh, no, not yet. They look stunning. Yeah, I, mean, I there's no other way of putting it. They look stunning and gorgeous and beautiful. 
all shapes, all sizes. Yeah. Gorgeous. I'm yeah, she has to win this. Come on, Susan. Bring it, Susan. I love her. Bring it in. Sorry, and Jean to, to Greenland would the uh, she won a lifetime Tony Award in 2014. She did recently, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, did she really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're rooting for Susan Hilferty and present laughter. Let's get that present Tony Award in your hands. Okay, scenic design of a play. We have David Gallo for August Wilson's Jitney, Nigel Hook, the play that goes wrong. Douglas W. Schmidt, the front page, and Michael Yergin for Oslo. This was my worst category prediction-wise. <laughs> why? Why, why, why? I was wrong on three of the four. Okay, so wait, who did you think was going to get nominated Oslo for Oslo got nominated, and yep. that's the one that I, that I got right. I had Oslo with Six Degrees of Separation, who oh. I think was way overlooked because that set was awesome. Little Foxes, I loved that set. The attention to detail in that set was gorgeous. And Sweat, because they have that revolving set that axes the bar. and I thought it was really cool. Right. So I did not have Jitney. I get why the play that goes wrong was nominated, but I don't think it should be. And the front page, to me, was pretty to look at, but it was a stationary set that... It was one set the whole time, yeah, right? I, yeah, I just was so sort of like, yeah, it, you did what you It was a beautiful set. It was beautiful. But the outdoor, the, that, the alley and all of that. Yeah. yeah. In the same way that Little Foxes is a beautiful set and it's stationary, but I just think the attention to detail in the Little Foxes set was nicer. But anyway, it doesn't really matter because the nominees are all deserving in one way or another. Right. I, I think Oslo's going to win. Oslo, you said? Yeah. Especially if they include the projections in their in the vision yeah. of okay. it. You know what I mean? Okay. I was, you see, that's interesting. I was going to say Jitney. But knowing that projections are part of scenic design, that swings it for me a little bit. Do you know what sort of does it for me for Oslo? It, as weird as it is, it's just one little thing. It's the door. Yeah. Because they move that door frame. Oh, yeah. It moves around and gives this kind of, um, gives this uh, perception of like depth, I guess. Yeah. It, it oh, just, okay. It, yeah. it really kind of messed with my mind a little bit. Yeah. And I really liked that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Best direction. Of a play. Best direction of a well, play. I'm so curious what you're going to say. We you're have. the resident director. Oh, my, I'm the resident. Please, my God. Well, let me direct you into an answer. Like we this. have Sam Gold for A Doll's House Part 2. Um, Ruben Santiago Hudson for August Wilson's Jitney. Bartlett Shear for Oslo. Daniel Sullivan for Lillian Hellman's The Little Foxes. I like how they put the playwright's name now in the title so you know who it is. I have a question about that And later. Rebecca Teichman yeah. um, for Indecent. Mm-hmm. What was your question? Well, I have a question regarding... We'll, uh, we'll get there when we talk about the revival. Mm. I noticed that when they do best... I, that's my ignorance. Whenever it's best play, it's like Doll's House Part 2. Best revival, it's always August Wilson's Jitney. Yeah, as Noel like Coward's Pleasant Laughter. Like, Every <laughs> single one uses the author's name in the title. Can anyone explain why we do that? It's like official. It's like literally that's how they list it. Only when they mention the revivals though. But what's so funny is I don't I think that's more like this year everyone did it. I don't remember them doing it for I don't every either. And I didn't know if it became a thing. Or I think something. it's a thing because they started it with August Wilson. I know they really were on the August Wilson train, August Wilson's fences, August Wilson. But I mean John Guare's Six Years of Separation, Lillian Hellman's Little Foxes. Like just, Lillian Hellman's the little fox. Like as opposed to whose little fox? Right. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, I think it's I think it's two things. One, I think it's an estate thing. 
that the oh, that, right. that the estate okay. asks for it, so it keeps the person's name out relevant. Yeah. Relevant, and I think it's also a marketing tool. So, for example, um, like Irving Berlin's the Irving Berlin's this, or for example, Inn. if you don't know, if you only know August Wilson through the Denzel Washington movie Fences. You don't know what Jitney is, but when you put his name in front of it, it gotcha. sort of helped. That's, yeah. But I'm assuming it's an estate thing as well as a marketing thing. And they thing. all started doing it. Although I don't really see when they do Six Degrees of Separation. I haven't really seen it listed as John Gray's Six Degrees of Separation I because I think the title is strong right. enough that you don't need to know who wrote it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I yeah. think. I think, but I could be totally wrong. Mm. Um, so, so who's who's our best director? <laughs> I, I really want it to be Rebecca. Same. Me too. Like, it's got to be. I really wanted to be her as well. It is that work is so stunning, and she helped develop it too. So you know how sometimes directors get with a new piece. She's got <laughs> she's got credit with Paula Vogel as yeah. like you know um, helping form the play together. I I it's really special. It's I really re- special. It's it's a beautiful it's beautiful what mm-hmm. she does on. That's one that I'm hoping to God they film. Yeah, it, I think to. that one would carry over onto and film. I, well, don't you think it'll look good yeah, on it's film? It's perfect on a PBS or something like. Yeah. I want it to be Rebecca so badly, but I don't think it's going to be, sadly. You think it's going to be Sam Gold? No, I, I would actually be okay with that. I No, I think it's going to be Ruben Santiago Hudson for Jenny. Oh, nice. Because that production was so well-received, and I mean, rightly so. It was fun. Not, I don't generally love August Wilson. It was the best August Wilson play I have ever seen. Wow, it really? Was, and not because of the play, because of the production. It was so... So good. I was in awe, really. Oh, that's great. Um, and I saw it the last weekend, and I would have gone back and seen it again if it had been open longer. Um, but no, I think I think he's gotten a lot of praise for it. And I think since there's no ensemble Tony, although it's same for Indecent, sort of, I guess. But yeah. I don't know. I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna win. But I would like it to be Rebecca. Yeah, she. I mean, I think her work's fantastic. Also, I'm a huge fan of Sam Gold's work. Yeah, I real. I mean, I love the fact that he's. It's just like here's a chair and a table. Right. Have fun. Let the play speak for itself. Yeah, let the play speak. I mean, I I just get off on that, but her her work in Indecent is really special. Yeah. I got I'm so torn. It's such a good year. I just keep saying that over and over. It is though, it's true. And by the way, shout out for a second to Daniel Sullivan for Little Foxes because I think there's an underrated skill there staging it in a way that works for two separate actresses switching off every night. Yeah. And what's interesting, I did the marathon. I saw the show twice in the same day. Oh my goodness. To see both iterations of Laura Linney and Cynthia Nixon. And there, while 90% of it was the same in terms of blocking, 10% of it was different. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so interesting to see like what was different and clearly like the actresses taking their own, you know, making their yeah. own choices, but how they, he took a production, made a production that really works for both of these women's very two different, two very different performances. I was, I was impressed with that. So mm. shout out to him, but no, Rebecca should win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rebecca, fingers crossed for you. Yeah. Oh, featured actress in a play. Our nominations are, you got them, Kevin? Yeah. Featured act- actress in a play. Joanna Day for Sweat. Jane Howdyshell for A Doll's House Part 2. Cynthia Nixon, Little Foxes. Condola Rashad, A Doll's House Part 2. And Michelle Wilson, Sweat. I'm sorry, who wrote Little Foxes? 
<laughs> sorry, so sorry. Cynthia Nixon and uh, Lillian Hellman's oh, little foxes. I know, I know. I know. Oh. When I just said it, you probably thought. I was. Which I, one was it? I know which little foxes. I know. Was it I Shakespeare's know. little foxes? Was it Stephen Adley Gurgis's <laughs> little foxes? Cillian Hellman's. Okay, thanks for helping me. I love only three plays represented in this category. I'm so mad about that. Isn't that interesting? I want oh, to yeah. shoot a link for indecent so badly. Yeah, the cast. Where are those indecent folks? Yeah. All right. So who do we want? We have. Uh, who do we? And all so different. My God, yeah. so different. Yeah. <laughs> and all of them, by the way, fantastic. All oh, of them yeah. Fantastic. So y- you really can't go oh, wrong. Now, hold on for a second. Would you explain, Brian, why Cynthia Nixon is going to be in a featured actress category and Laura Linney is in a leading actress yes. category, even though they're playing roles in rep? Sure. So they're playing the roles in rep. They switch off uh, each plays each role four times a week. But the uh, nominating committee went off of the opening night credit. And on opening night, Laura Linney played Regina, the leading character, and Cynthia Nixon played Birdie, the featured character. Now, having seen both iterations in the same day, they made the right choice. They, they went with the right opening night cast because mm. that's the stronger iteration of the two. That being said, Laura Linney is actually, for me, a slightly better Birdie than Cynthia Nixon. So I kind of wish it were the other way for the nominations so that Laura Linney has a chance of winning. But um, mm. Cynthia Nixon's great. She's mm. so good. And she probably will win this category. You think? I do. Especially because you've got two women from Sweat and two women from A Doll's House Part Two, And then it's Cynthia Nixon. So she's kind of like the odd man out. Right. No splitting They cancel them each other out. Right. <laughs> but that being said, if I were voting, I would undoubtedly cast my vote for Condola Rashad for Same. A Doll's House Part Two. I... Loved her. I loved her. She's on stage for a very brief time, but the one scene that she is in had me rolling. I loved her. I think she's fantastic, and she deserves to win. I agree. The way she deals with power, and and, mm. and, and, and I loved it, yeah. She's talented. Oh, my God, she's talented. Um, I'm torn. Yeah? Yeah, because I really love Jane Hattishell. Yeah. And I think she's so funny, and I think she's so great in that. But I've, I really love Johanna Day. I got to direct her a few years ago. You did? Yeah. I did oh, yeah. Good People. Yeah. And she was in it, and she was genius, and so I'm... I'm well, you gotta go, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, I really And Jane show she won last year. Yeah. So Not to say you can't win two in a row, but, you know. Give it a break, Jane. Come on. Mm-hmm. Spread the love. Go back to Coraline. <laughs> So is that her thing? Coraline? Is that what she did? Sure. She did. Off-Broadway, yeah. Yes, come, back. come back to Coraline. Go sing Broadway Baby somewhere else, Jane. Let some of the younger kids Go get in bye there. Bye-bye, Birdie. <laughs> That's right. She wasn't she Bye-bye, was. Birdie. Yep. Oh, my God. Remember, remember there was a Bye-bye, Birdie. <laughs> I auditioned for that production. What? 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 Go back. Go back. Say that again. You I auditioned what? for that production of Bye-bye, Birdie. I didn't know you and were. And I got typed out because I was too old. How old were you? Oh, jeez. At the time, I was 21, maybe? 22? They didn't type out a lot of those leads. Oh, I mean, I was going in for the ensemble, the kids. Because normally, you know, in a Broadway show, when you have high school kids, they're played by 20-year-olds. Yeah, uh, yeah. They actually went with, like, teenagers. They They took the cast of 13 from Jason Brown. (laughs) They just said, you're closing. Come on over. (laughs) Let's go. You next. We love you, Conrad. Featured actor in a play. Featured we, actor in a play. <laughs> we have Michael Aronov for Oslo, mm-hmm. Danny DeVito for Arthur Miller's The Price. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is. That's how they, they Nathan Lane for the front page, 
Richard Thomas for Lillian Hellman's The Little Foxes. <laughs> Stop it. And John Douglas Thompson for August Wilson's oh. Jitney. Oh, right. Good. That one. No. He got nominated last year for Sarah Rule's Jitney. <laughs> and next year, he's going to go off Broadway with Neil Simon's Jitney. So it's all very exciting. Lots of Jitneys this year, guys. <laughs> Gosh. All right. <laughs> Who do we want? Who do we want? Who is it? I got my favorite. I have a favorite too, but he's not going to win, and that makes me sad. I actually have two favorites who are both not going to win. <laughs> well, okay, so who's who's going to win? Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito for the price. Yeah, it and, better be. It it better really? Be. Uh, Why? Who do you want? Uh, okay, my number one in this category is Michael Aronoff from Oslo because he is the one standout in that cast. Oh, he is fabulous. He is so good. He's hilarious. Mm. He's dramatic. He's like. Smarmy, he's lovable. He took me on a roller coaster, and I yeah, he's really great. I lived for it. Um, Also, Richard Thomas for the Little Foxes. I think what he does in that show with a small part is really, really beautiful. Um, I think he's funny. Again, I think he's dramatic. I think his rapport with both Cynthia and Laura as the husband in various performances is really impressive. Um, So I would vote for either of them before Dana DeVito, who was enjoyable and hilarious but it's a small role and not that that has anything to do with your winning a tony but i just i don't know i really didn't like the price very much so it's left a bad taste in my mouth i you know i'm so lost on that play because i don't like it either and it gets done it seems like every 10 years they're like oh we're doing another revival of the price it's probably just really easy to produce because it's arthur miller's name and it's a four-person cast and you know, I, I just don't think it's his best work. Oh, of course not. I don't. I don't know. I just. But people. What What I'm trying to figure out is what is is that the only reason that people are like, it's it's easy to produce. Like, is that the only like what is the appeal about this show? I wish I had an answer for you. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't. There it is. There Do you know what is. I mean? I feel yeah, like I'm no, missing yeah. something because people seem to just want to. And every time it gets produced, everyone's like, oh, it's not his best play. Then I'm like, well, why yeah, do we like, keep well, doing we, it? Yeah. Like, yeah why do we keep over doing again. it? If it's something that we all agree is not his best work, then why the hell do we keep doing well, it Well, I mean, we did, over? I guess, last year have two of his other, well, more famous plays in The Crucible and View from the Bridge. Yeah. Um, so you can't do those again. And we did All My Sons fairly recently as well. So it's like, well, okay, I guess... We I want just, Arthur Miller, but I, I, just, I just don't. don't. It's one that I'm like, I don't, I don't understand it. But I feel that way about roundabout 90% of the time anyway. Like, why, it's are, like, we doing why are you doing this as opposed to something else? So, you know. I always love that for, for years and years and years, they, always go to, they were announced we're doing a revival of dancing. We're doing Bob Fosse's dancing. <laughs> They've said that for years. And yeah. never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Yeah. Maybe if Danny DeVito takes them over, maybe he can do the you revival of dancing. Yeah, I would love to see that. Danny DeVito in dancing. Oh. Dancing! <laughs> That's all he does. Is they dance, and then he. I comes believe out. it's called Dancing Devito. Dancing Devito. Devito. It's actually Bob Fosse's dancing. <laughs> Bob, Bob Fosse's. Not to be confused with August Wilson's dancing. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Okay, so we think it's going to be Danny Devito, yeah. but you really want Michael Aronoff to win, who really is fantastic in Oslo. Yeah. Uh, leading actress. Oh my gosh. This is a category. Mm-hmm. We have Kate Blanchett for the present. Jennifer Ely for Ely for Oslo, Sally Field for The Glass Menagerie, Laura Linney for Lillian Hellman's The Little Foxes, Laurie Metcalf for A Doll's House Part Two. I mean, D 
ding ding, have fun, ladies, fight it out. Because mm-hmm. this is a this is a great category. This is a wonderful category. This is very exciting. It is, but you guys, I'm so excited. All giving great Why? performances. Because last year we talked about it multiple times. How fan of the show Lori Metcalf is our favorite person ever, and she's always overlooked. And she's gonna win she's this year. She's here now, and I'm so she has here to for win. It. She has to. She win. has to, and she's going to. And I'm so happy for. It. I mean, I'd be happy with Laura Linney as well because I love her so, so, so much. I kind of want them to tie, but Laurie Metcalf's gonna win, and I'm really excited about it. If Laurie Metcalf does not win, oh my god! <laughs> like I, they're like Sally Field. I mean, I'm like, no, you do an osteoporosis commercial somewhere else, and you don't bother us, <laughs> Sally Field. <laughs> You let Lori Metcalf get up there and accept that award. Oh as good as they all, and I mean, they're all fantastic. I mean, all these women are just really fantastic. But Lori Metcalf's performance is life changing, I think. I, ag- agreed. I went uh, with a group of students. I didn't take the students, they were in front of me. Uh, and I heard them talking before the show. They were very excited because Sheldon's mom. <laughs> from, from Big Bang, yeah. And they were like, it's so cool, it's so cool. Their mouths were literally on the floor watching her act. They had no idea that she was capable of all of this brilliance. And yes, she deserves to win a Tony Award this year because it is the best performance by a leading actress, period. And by the way, never leaves the stage the entire time. Never leaves. Drinks a chug of water from a water bottle between scenes. Yep. And she is just on fire. Oh, I lived for it. I lived everything about that play. I loved it, but especially her. The play is genius. Yeah. I yes. think it's such a genius play. Um, okay. Sorry, ladies. Uh, well, <laughs> sorry, not you, sorry. Some of you are going to go home <laughs> with with some nice swag. Um, <laughs> they will. They get some, they'll get some waffles from I don't know Oslo. what that Tony bag Courtesy swag is Kevin like. Courtesy of Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah, like, what's the, oh, Kevin Spacey. That swag bag is going to be like two tickets to Schmackeries. <laughs> Can I can I have that actually to, to get in line? I mean, to get, <laughs> those Oscar bags are like ten thousand yeah, dollars, twenty thousand dollars. Tony bag, yeah. Tony bag is literally free samples said. from Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> some some one of the a roll of the um, Ricola <laughs> cough drops. So it's a bag it's of cough drops, yeah. a Schmackeries cookie. Yeah. And a $25 Half coupon a to Today Ticks. Yeah. You get a free ticket to Hamilton's CD signing at Barnes & Noble, which just closed. Lin-Manuel Miranda will wave at you. To Spamilton. From Spam- which, no, yeah. I'll take it. Spamilton's hilarious. Actually, I listened to it on I Spotify. I loved it. I heard it's funny. It's I, funny. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of funny, we've got some great comedies here, like Heisenberg and Oslo. Uh, leading actor in a play. Okay. We have Dennis Arndt for Heisenberg. Good for you. Closed. Good for you. Yeah. You remember. But also career. It's it's his first Tony nomination, yes. right? Yes. At age like 70 yes. something. Yes. Career yes. actor. Yeah. Chris Cooper for A Doll's House, part two. Yeah. Academy Award winner, Chris Cooper. Uh, Corey Hawkins for Six Degrees of Separation. Academy Award winner, Kevin Klein for Present Laughter. And Jefferson Mays, the best dressed man on Broadway in Oslo. I see him on the subway all the time. He is... Super I mean, dapper. Like three piece suit. Yeah. Oh, hat. oh, really? Yeah, like impeccably dressed. Always. Off stage. He wasn't just wearing his costume from the show. No. Wow. <laughs> he wears his costume so people you know. <laughs> he actually he wants stands to be recognized. in Times Square at TKTS. Holding a sign. And hands out flyers next to Roxy Red Tights. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great drag name, Roxy, Roxy Red, Red Tights. Tights. 
That was a Twitter handle for a while. Do you know about Roxy Red Tights? No. That's brilliant. It was it's the women who stand in Times Square who do Chicago. Yeah, yeah. They wear the bowler and the jacket and they wear these red tights and they wa- they have they've been instructed to walk like they're a Fosse dancer. So they walk in these really odd, weird manners. But there was a Twitter handle called Roxy Red Tights, where it was literally that woman talking about her day. Mm. I bet that was good. Who's gonna win this, guys? I mean, I think it's gonna be Kevin Klein. It is. Um, but I liked a lot of these performances, honestly. Look, Chris Cooper, underrated performance. because Totally underrated. And he is the smallest role in the show. Yes. And, but he, I loved him. I thought he was great. I wouldn't be mad if he won, but I think it's going to be Kevin Klein. Yeah, I think it's Kevin Klein. It's, it's going to be. Even it's a tour de force. You like, you, you, you. I saw it. We mentioned this on a previous broadcast. I had seen it, and I was underwhelmed. Um, and that's fine. I was just underwhelmed. Then people I know saw it said it was brilliant. What I've been hearing is is that he's very experimental on stage. So some nights things are going to be genius, and then the next night you might get a whole different show, wow. and it might not be as brilliant. And I think I went on a night when he was still trying sure. new things. Not to say that he's not a genius actor, not to say that he's not one of the most brilliant actors working today. Um, so I was surprised when I saw his name on the nomination list. But from what I've heard, Apparently, it's it, what he's doing right. now is is solid okay. and good for you for being an experimental actor. And boy, what a hist- what a you know history in theater. I mean, oh my god, on the twentieth century and and Pirates of Penzance. Pirates of Penzance. And I'm happy he's back, and I would love to see him do George and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf at some point. Ooh. Could him and Meryl Streep do that for us Sign one time? What? That'd be amazing. I'm not going to take it to that. Never. No. Well, no, we really <laughs> with Lin Manuel Miranda as Nick. That's that's how we're really making sure we can't get tickets to this thing. And then give me a nice young actor, Julia Roberts as Honey. Oh, now oh, no Jesus. one can buy tickets for this <laughs> no one thing. Can buy tickets. And it tells you something when I say that Julia Roberts is the young actress. That shows you where my <laughs> my mind is ended. Taylor Swift, oh, can we get God. Taylor Swift in there? T Swift. And at the end of the show, she can sing "Shake It Off." Does she sing Done. "Shake It Off"? Yeah, she, she does. does good, it Rob. Oh my god, I'm so proud of it's you. It's only like two and a half years ago. That's Play- good though. Oh, really? That's- I thought it was new. Oh shit. What's new now? What are the young kids listening to now? Miley has a new song that Miami's. Uh, you know? Miami, Miami, you've got style. Nailed it. You know, Blue I really do. I looked sunshine, up- white sand by the mile. <laughs> That's from the Golden Girls. I know it is. I looked up who wrote it. Because my mom asked me. She was like, who wrote that Miami song? No one we know. No <laughs> Stephen Sondheim oh my God. was slumming. Jerry Herman. Jerry Herman wrote Jerry. it. All right, so that's so, our best actor. Oh, that's our play. best actor. Okay, best revival. Kevin, who are our categories? <laughs> August Wilson's Jitney. Who? August Wilson. His Jitney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, right. not John Guare. He wrote Six Degrees of Separation. That's John Guare's Six Degrees yes, of Separation. Yes, and then Lillian Hellman's Little Foxes. And Noel Coward's... Present laughter. Oh my gosh! Which of these playwrights is going to come and accept the Who's award? Who's going to do it? Was it oh. actually um, listed as Noel Coward's Present Laughter? I, I'm I'm fairly certain. Oh my it god! Is. I didn't know. Was that it one. really? Oh my gosh! It's so funny. <laughs> Jeez. It's getting out of hand. Noel Coward's Present Laughter. Best revival of a play. It's going to Brian. It's going to be Jenny. 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 Yeah. Jenny. Yeah. Jenny got great reviews. Got great raves. People really seem to enjoy it. Uh, we're having a nice August Wilson renaissance between this and Fences. And now it looks like Denzel Washington is going to be making all of those 
into a movie, which is yeah. great. Yeah. So the whole cycle will be preserved. preserved. Yes. And there's a there's a rumor. I don't know how much legitimacy there is to this rumor. But rumor has it. See, I know that one. Oh, Who, who's it Sexy. By? Um, um, <laughs> Lady Gaga? No, girl. No, no, no. Uh, 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 she's sultry. Um, <laughs> I like this game. Is, is it Rihanna? Oh, my God. Just stop. <laughs> Rob! Uh, g- give me a clue. Give me a clue. She's she's super big right now. Not Adele. It is Adele. Is it Adele? Yeah, it's Adele. Ding, oh, ding, really? Ding, ding. Oh, she also does the other song. She does. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. She's in front of a window or something, and it's like sepia Oh, hello. Uh, we, we, oh, hello. We, did you see that? I did. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. They're they recording didn't. that. They that are. They did. I was there the oh. night they recorded it. Oh, my goodness. I was. Wow. I was there. We'll keep an eye out for you. I Netflix, was there the night they recorded all the commercial footage for In Transit. So if you look and you'll see someone in the front row. Oh, that, that was oh, so a joke. I thought that was a joke. No, I was dead serious. <laughs> so that's why the commercials are so quiet. <laughs> that's where. There it is. <laughs> it's just me going, oh. <laughs> so, oh, they didn't. They must not have recorded in front of an audience. They just like you know how those commercials for shows they like ask audience members on their way out like what oh, you think yes. of it. It's just it's just Rob five times but in different costumes, <laughs> Wh- wigs on, wigs glasses, yeah, totally. I loved it. Oh god, <laughs> it was better than cats. It's better than cats. <laughs> I want someone to remake that Grand Hotel commercial where it's that old lady in the park. Have I you ever know seen you that? Love that? I know you I love. loved it. I know you love that. I want to. Ma- we should get her for the show. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Why not? Famous audience members, legendary Fam- audience members. Led- the guy who took photos during Gypsy, they Don't, got yelled at. The guy who plugged in his phone. The guy who plugged in his phone oh and hand God. to God. I keep forgetting that that's a thing. The, oh. wo- the woman from outside Grand Hotel. The guy who runs up and kisses Barbara Harris during right. the, the Tony oh, Awards yeah. ceremony. That was a classic. Right? We got a whole show, Kev. Oh, yeah. And didn't Glenn Close just stop the show? She did. We got Glenn Close in there. All right, so Best Revival is August Wilson's Jitney. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here it comes. The 2017 Best (sighs) Play Tony Award. Man. We, our nominees are... Oh, me. Great. A Doll's House, Part 2. Indecent, Oslo, and Sweat. Man. For so many, what's shocking to me is that Paula Vogel and Lynn Nottage, 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 yeah, Lynn Nottage, both Broadway debuts, both have been around forever. Oh you yeah, know, both have won the Pulitzer. Yep. <laughs> and yet neither have ever. I mean, all of them are Broadway debuts, but these ladies oh, have yeah. our Legends. career. Legends. I mean, yeah. playwrights. Uh, and yet, this is their Broadway welcome to Broadway, game, right? But I think that's such a really great lesson for people to learn. Yes, which is Broadway is not the end all and be no all way. of being a successful artist. Think of the legacy of work these two individuals created that has not been on Broadway. Come on, yeah. it's crazy. Good for them, but happy that they're here because it just means more opportunities for yes, people so to see them. Indeed. By the way, all American playwrights, yeah, in the category. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which yeah. is rare, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, right. yeah. to have all four American playwrights. No, you're absolutely right. Which I think is super awesome. God bless America. America. That's how Mr. Trump wants it. Yeah. Except none right. of these plays, because he would hate all of them. He's seen none of these plays. <laughs> you know, he got offered to go see Come yes. From Away, and he said, no, I'm mm-hmm. not going. Yeah, because Ivanka went in his plays. She was there the same night as Justin Trudeau. I'm like, sir. I think he invited them. Oh, he like he yeah. just invited. Yeah. Oh my, Lord. that wasn't a coincidence. I'm sorry. It's like your whole life has been made by Ugh. the arts. It really has. Television is an art form, so I don't know why you're not supporting us. 
you jerk. Cool, cool, all right. Cool. Um, so, but like you were saying earlier, Brian, all of these plays in some way relate to contemporary society, yeah. which is so cool. And I loved all of them, honestly, to varying degrees. Yeah. But yeah. I really, this was the first year I had a positive reaction to all four nominated plays. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm very happy about this. All four category. very well liked. They all are, yeah. yeah. And by the way, some of the plays that weren't nominated, like Heisenberg, I liked that a lot mm-hmm. too. So, I, really good year. And I know you're a huge fan of Significant Other. Uh, yeah, okay. You're upset that it's still not running on Broadway. Yeah, so mad about it. We also miss, what else is it? What, what's not on here? Oh, Hello wasn't on here. Could they have been nominated they for could Best have Play? Been. Mm-hmm. Which is really funny. Play That Goes Wrong mm-hmm. could have been nominated. The Encounter. The Encounter. But they're getting, the Encounter's getting its, uh, oh, they're getting a sound for the, for design. the sound. What the, else are they The getting? Present is considered, was oh, considered present? new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that cool. Um, so what do we got, guys? What do we want for best play this year? Man, well, what we, uh, is there a difference between what we want and what's going to win? That's uh, the big question. For me, there is. And okay. um, we also talked about this a little bit on the uh, made-up categories or old categories podcast where we split best play and best author. Right. For me, the best play in terms of the writing, so best author, is... Uh, uh, Lucas Nath for, for Doll's House Part 2. But if I'm voting for what I want to win best play, meaning everything, the writing, the production, all of it together, it's indecent. To me, everything about it is phenomenal. That being said, neither of those plays are going to win, and Oslo is going to win. Oh, Do you really you think so? He's winning every award in the lead-up. It has won the Lucy Lortel, the Outer Critics, and the Drama Desk. It's, I wouldn't vote for it personally. I liked it. I liked it more than you did. But... It is getting a lot of. It's going to be made into a movie. Traction. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I saw it, it on Charlie Rose. That makes Rose. sense to me. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think if if any of the other plays have a chance at snagging the award, it's Doll's House Part Two because I think there was a lot of late love for that. It was very late to open in the season. Last, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do think just the magnitude of Oslo and like the polit- the very direct political aspect of it is going to do it a lot of favors with the voters. Um, I I wouldn't vote for it personally. No. But that's my prediction. Yeah, I. What do you think? Mr. I want dolls. I mean, listen. I loved the Dolls House Part Two, and I loved Indecent. So if either one of those walked away, I'd oh, be really, really. Thrilled. I'd be like yeah. over the moon. Yeah. Um, I. I'm sorry, Oslo. No offense. It's it's. I. What is the big appeal about it? What is why is everyone going crazy over it? For me. It was the fact that at three hours, you would think that a political drama that's very much something you could watch on the Discovery Channel or History Channel could be very, very boring. And I was engaged the entire time. Even if I'm not like not on the edge of my seat, but I was really interested. And it's a topic that hasn't been explored before. And I, I don't know. I just found it really interesting, for lack of a better word. I okay. It's not as exciting of a word, but... No, I was I was into it. I was really into it. It wasn't. It ranked third on my list of the four. Um, yeah. But I and by the way, hilarious or not hilarious, but the one that won the Pulitzer, Sweat, is not going to win, and it's the least likely to win. Yeah. Right. And I yeah. think that that's really interesting because you know she won the Pulitzer for that. Uh, Lynn Nottage did her second Pulitzer, but it's second just that Pulitzer. strong of a year for plays. But no, I think Oslo is going to 
just because of the magnitude, like I said, and the historical importance, I think it's going to win. But like you said, Rob, I would be thrilled if Doll's House Part 2 or Indecent won. I found myself being more moved and surprised by those two plays yeah. than Oslo. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, I just, Oslo just did not, and I'm a political science guy. Yeah, you are. And this just did not, this Isn't is like right up my alley, yeah. and I was so... I just, I just wasn't interested, and yeah. no offense to the actors or the writers, or I don't know. I just wanted, what maybe, maybe I was having a bad night. <laughs> maybe I was having a bad night. Um, what about you? Uh, I, I would. Uh, you, what you just said, Brian, is exactly how I feel. I, I loved um, indecent to me. If I were a voter, that's exactly where I would want all my votes to go. I, I recognize that that probably won't win, but if I could pick another one, it'd be Doll's House. Then mm-hmm. I yeah. agree completely. So two, I mean, on all four plays, like you said, they they were all they were they were nice to see. Do you know what I mean? Because oh. I mean, there have been some years where you sit there and you're like, my "What world, am I watching?" Indecent changed my world. Like that was indecent is was, incredible. Doll's House is incredible. You're right. Oslo offers you a really interesting look into something you would never have known about in a million years. Right. And and, and sw- true story too, true. based on yeah. a true story. And I think Sweat does a really nice job trying to explain, even though it was written way before. Trump was elected, how we even got to this place. So, I mean, all four of these are really valuable because, I mean, we've seen some years where you're like, what? Like, how is this nominated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even it's going to win, but like, how is this nominated? And this, all four are so worthy, which is a wonderful thing. So, any last thoughts on our plays this year? It was just such a strong season. Yeah, I hope How great is that? Yeah. Where you can be like, it's a great strong season because last year... We were like the humans and King Charles the Third was the second best, but it was closed in the fall. That's so, right. I mean, it, last year was no contest essentially. And all four of these are still running, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. great, great. And we think that Oslo's. We know Oslo's going to be made into a movie, right? Yep, supposedly. And it looks like hopefully that maybe they'll film in decent. I hope so. Uh, I want to. I want, want to relive great. that. Forever and ever and yes. ever. Can we just hope that Indecent wins this? Come on, Indecent, pull through for us. Pull through. I do. That's why I love seeing theater. Yeah, yeah. God, fingers crossed on that. And even if it doesn't, we know there'll be 90 million regional theater productions of it once this is done. That's right? right? Yeah. Fingers crossed. Certainly right. at the JCC somewhere. <laughs> Where I will be directing. Yeah. So and Kevin true. will be starring <laughs> as Moisha, the stage manager. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, that's it. Kevin's got it. I wonder, is Richard Topol, the guy who plays the lead, is he related to Topol from Fiddler on the Roof? That's such an odd Do you know question. That I sat down and that's the first thing I thought when I looked at my playbill. I was wondering. It's like I, like I expected to be like, and proud son to Topol. Of, of proud son to How Topol. How wrong is that? Just so no, wrong of us I, to think that? No, you know why? Because I think he kind of looks like him too. That's Ooh. why I was, yeah, that's why I was curious. Find out. Yeah. If you see Indecent though, see it in the evening, not on the matinee. Because I saw it in the matinee, then I was depressed the whole rest of the day. <laughs> it was yeah, very also, hard you don't, for me. That's not a show you want to see with a lot of old people. With a lot of... It's not. No, yeah. I saw it with old people, and they were they talking, were talking, and the us. candy wrappers. Yeah. And the, uh, you literally get there half an hour before the show. Can't you unwrap during that moment and just hold them in your hand? Well, like, okay, my thing about that. I love that we're getting off topic, but my my thing about that is too. Like, I hate when people do the slow unwrap because they're trying to be quiet. It's no. louder when you do it's it. That louder way. when just, you do. Just like. Rip off the band-aid. Million dollar idea. Rip it off the band-aid. Just silent rappers. Like, can we just... <laughs> can we it. just have that, please? <laughs> and then give them away at the theater in the, as you walk in. Just give away silent 
Wrapper candies. Or every seat in front of you should have a little tissue pouch so you can pull out your tissue or a little like cough drop dispenser <laughs> that lands on a little piece of foam so you don't hear it come out because I'm right. going to kill you old people. I'm so happy you're all at the theater, but I, I know can't your mouth take is it. dry. I know. I get it. Or wait till a laugh. That's what I do. Like Applause. if it's a big laugh, I'll yeah. open it then. Nobody will know. Not and a lot of those I'm indecent I'm sorry. Though. No, not a lot of laughs. Although that when that guy came out and the musical sequence when he was just done when the bearded guy comes mm-hmm. out he's got his like he's like queening out on it yeah. it's so funny what it's is so this good. what is this in the indecent when the the older guy with the beard he's like this this serious character oh yeah then they snap and he goes into another character and he's like the song and dance guy in Berlin oh yes and he's like got this like wig yes. on and he's queening out oh my god yeah. I love it no. they, they I do the love very homoerotic number yeah yes, yes. and the yes. ladies oh my god it's so good I didn't need to see him kiss another guy it was basically cabaret it was <laughs> It was, like cabaret. Cabaret. it was it's like can Rebecca Teichman do that one next can, that be? <laughs> can she actually can she, can she actually do <laughs> actually, cabaret I, next I would watch anything she directs after seeing this I would go see any production that she directs yep. yeah it's Agreed. it's kind of genius oh she's so good and uh, is she gonna win I want her to <laughs> we'll find out we'll find out it's uh, June 11th Sunday June 11th can't wait get ready and let us know if we were right Kevin, guess what? What, Rob? We now have over 50 iTunes reviews. Huzzah! Huzzah! Indeed! We are climbing those iTunes rating charts. That's amazing. How do we climb even higher? Can you take me high enough? Little Rock of Ages for you. Do you know I like that you took it up so high too? You didn't even, you like went right to the tenor place. I was going to do climb. No Robert Goulet. Like, no. Can you take me <laughs> high enough? Thanks for coming out tonight. Ooh, and my falsetto there. <laughs> Thank you. And a little Sergio Frankie? Yeah, a little Sergio. It's never over. <laughs> Much like the 24-hour buffet down in the lobby of the Dunes Casino. Me and Sid the Caesar. <laughs> Two nights only at the Mirage. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, lovely listeners, this is where you come in. This is how we're going to climb those iTunes rating charts. That's right. Lovely listeners, if you love us, would you go to iTunes? Click on the iTunes store. Search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Then click on Ratings and Reviews. Under the Customer Reviews, click Write a Review. Then let us know what you think from one to five stars. That's right. And you can leave comments, too, like Kevin Thomas is a god. Or, Rob, who the hell is Hervé Villachez? Who, 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 who is Hervé Via, uh, via, sh- oh my god! I fell for it again. You fell for that it. wasn't even the, the script. The man has never done <laughs> one musical in his entire life, and he gets mentioned more than Stephen. Right, Sondheim. but I love him from James the Bond. Okay, anyway, oh, yes. guys, help us out, please. please. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>
www.thepurpleshouse.org because only together we rise.